0: Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can.
1: Hey Soul Sisters, I have one of my favourite guests in the studio with me today. The fabulous Rebecca Gibson, psychic to the star, psychiatric nurse, all-around amazing, soulful, spiritual woman. Hey, Beck, how are you going? I'm
2: good. How are
1: you? Well... We're in crazy times yes, again. And actually, sisters who are listening, that's actually why Beck's in here today. Because all of us, I think, have been witnessing or feeling living in the time of fear with this damn pandemic. And I know that many of us are kind of dipping in and out of social media, the news, that sort of thing, because we kind of want to keep abreast of what's going on. But actually, I know for myself when I do... I can really start to feel anxious, worried, overwhelmed. And really, that's fear. Exactly. And Beck, I'm sure with what you do and the work you do, that you'll probably be experiencing the same more and more people that are kind of like living in this weird COVID time of uncertainty and fear.
2: It's palpable at the moment, especially in the hospital, because we have COVID positive patients and then... There are some things that are going on with mandated vaccines that are making stuff very fearful and, and other things going on and so many suicide attempts lately. People's substance abuse has increased like tenfold. So, yeah, people are in a lot of fear.
1: Yeah. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today is fear versus love or love and fear, actually. So a few years ago, uh, I was reading a book. I was sitting on the beach when it was, um, we are free of COVID times in the summer holidays. And I was reading a book by Greg Braddon. He's a Hay House author and he's a scientist that actually became, I guess, a soulful spiritualist or, or, or a soulful man that that started to investigate spirituality from a scientific perspective, and he's written a number of books now. And um, while I was reading that book, his book, The Spontaneous Healing of Belief, he wrote something that I had never heard before, but it resonated with me straight away. And he was talking about love and fear. And he said that really they're the two basic emotions that we have and that every other negative thought, or feeling that we have, such as jealousy, anger, sadness, stems from fear. Fear is the basic emotion. And conversely, happiness, joy, peace comes from love. Yeah. But really, it's love and fear are those two basic emotions. And then every thought we have, we have an opportunity to mix that thought with love or fear and whichever way we choose to go will
2: create a whole different experience. Exactly. Love and fear is what I, myself and I get my clients to make their decisions from love or fear. Instead of putting pros and cons down, think of where is the fear in this that I need to make a decision about? And where's the love in this? And sometimes The love doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm making this decision from a place of love. It feels good. It feels joyful. It feels like the right thing to do. And it may not make any sense. And you may not be able to know what the next steps will be from that. But if it feels good then that's the path that you should follow. If it feels fearful or you're making that decision because you're concerned about if I don't make this decision, this and this is going to happen, which is all fear-based, then that's not the way to go. Even though your head may tell you that's the best decision to make at the time, listen to your heart, listen to the love.
1: Yeah. I could be wrong, but I would – anecdotally, what I see is that I see a lot of people – tend to live in the fear or come from fear. And, you know, I can even see that walking down the street. You see people kind of, you know, road raging, getting cranky at other people, skipping queues in in the line at the supermarket. Again, social media, people starting to attack each other, especially around COVID posts, around vaccinations, isolation. Just, you know, even at work, you see like gossip, bitchiness, um, competitiveness, all of that kind of stems from that basic emotion, that basic fear. And it seems that people more often live in that fear state than the love state. And and I'll be honest, I since I've become aware of this and, and actually during the lockdown, I've been doing a lot of Mind Valley courses yeah. and a lot of reading. Soulful reading. So I'm reading Angels in My Hair by Lorna Byrne and I'm doing a Neil Diamond Walsh Course, um, he wrote the book Conversations with God. And all these, it's this common theme around trying to switch so that you're coming from a place of love rather than coming from a place of fear. But to actually do that, you need to self reflect.
2: Absolutely. You need, you need awareness. Self- yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I've been self reflecting and I've caught myself, all these little thoughts and decisions and things that I do, I've been going, oh, wow, actually. Uh, That's coming from a fearful place. And they're they're things that I'd never really stopped to consider before, but it's kind of icky that it happens so often, those thoughts that are coming from that fearful place rather than the loving
2: place. We're programmed. Let's see the the news, the media. They're not, you know, posting or commenting or or doing stories on feel-good stuff all the time. It's a lot of fearful stuff. You'll get on – the only time I ever look at the news is when I'm at work – it's just murder and mayhem and people being pitted against each other, which is what fear does. And fear can bring people together at first, but it brings people together from a place of a very low frequency and anger and people kind of join in a, like a trauma bonding response. And then they are divided from within themselves after a while because fear is very divisive, whereas love isn't. And love's more about accepting each other, regardless of your decisions, regardless of how you live your life. Just as long as you're not hurting anybody else, then people come together in love, and it's it's a much more healing way to be, especially with your friends. If you if you make your friendships from a place of love, then you have greater conversations, frequency raises, because love is a frequency of five hundred twenty eight hertz. Four is a frequency. Um, fears a frequency of four. And it's very low-based energy that feels crappy and Which, doesn't yeah. starts to affect your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your relationships with people, your environment.
0: Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram.
1: What do you get fearful about? And, and even oh, just basic things. things.
2: Most of it's parental stuff. I didn't really have a lot of fear... I think I conquered most of my fear because of the environments that I've worked in. So I've like really – and I've always struggled with serious health issues and have died a couple of times. So I wasn't fearing death. So I didn't have a lot of fear until I became a mother. Yeah. And then the worry. Yeah, absolutely. The mother guilt. Guilt. The, yeah, but the worry, the worry that kicks in yeah. where all of a sudden you're responsible for this life. And then, you know, having children during this time of humanity – brings a lot of fearful stuff what's the world going to look like for her what's going to happen with climate control like those kinds of things make me fearful just for her but other than that I try not to fear stuff especially around money or anything like that I find the more you fear from that sort of place the more you're going to attract things that are going to keep you in that frequency going to keep you in that state so it's really important to be aware of those things to Not spiritually bypass them. And by that, I mean, don't like just think, oh, I'm just going to think positive thoughts and I'm just going to meditate and it's all going to go away instead of actually dealing with what is making me fearful. What am I fearful about and how can I flip it into love? How can I make better decisions from a place of love so that I'm manifesting more into my life that shows me that the world is filled filled with love? Yeah. And you know
1: what? I think there would be many a person that feel the fear Becoming parents because you were worried. We worried about our kids. We worry about are they going to go well at school? Are they making friends? Are they being picked on? Are we <laughs> screwing
2: them up somehow yeah. with our yeah. own issue? Are we
1: screwing them up? I yeah. worry about that. The mother guilt. Yeah, I still worry about that. And our kids are grown up. You know, people are worried about the environment. There's a lot. We see a lot of that. A lot of the angst and the anger on TV. Worry about global issues. Yeah. Seeing what's going on in Afghanistan. And I'm going to say, the Taliban are not coming from love. No freaking way.
2: No. Yeah. That that whole area. Centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands of years in fear and, you know, war and fighting and stuff that happens all around the world. I, I, I just think the more we watch the news, the more that we're reading papers, the more that we're getting involved in stuff on social media that's fear-based, the more we see it, the more we start to notice it and then we start yeah, living our life in fear. And I'm going to say on a personal level,
1: this is something that I've been reflecting on actually during the lockdown. And I've been doing a lot of reading and online courses and and the like is many of us struggle with imposter syndrome or our, our, our I'm not good enough stuff. And I know, I, you know, I. that's something that from time to time, if I p- pay that a lot of Mental attention. If I think about that, that can really get to me, and I think that that's a, a lot of people can suffer from that, and that totally comes from the fear that I'm
2: not good enough stuff. But some people fear failure, some people fear success. All it means is people are wondering if this change happens, how is my life going to look? Can I cope with that? It? It's just like fearing a future that may or may not happen that's why it's really important to stay in the present as much as you possibly can be self-reflective be self-aware to stay in the moment and not sit churning and worrying and ruminating on what may or may not happen or living like stuck to the past and fearful about things that have happened and not being able to move on from them yeah so coming from
1: love, that's our ultimate goal. And certainly I know that's something I personally, again, since I've started self-reflecting and looking at my own thoughts, my own behaviors, beliefs, you know, and, and trying to do a little bit of self-awareness, self, self-reflection, you know, I've been, when I've been doing this Neil Diamond Walsh course, you know, that one of the things that he talks about and he actually gives guidance around love and fear and switching to love it's something that I've realised that we can change and it's really just catching it.
2: Yeah, and detoxing. I think people need to detox from the fear-based yep. stuff straight away. That was probably be num- one of the number one things to do is to detox and stay in the present. So how do you do a detox? So say social media will one, stop reading the news, stop watching the news, stop having it play. Like my husband likes to turn it on first thing in the morning and he's been watching it on his phone because I don't like it on the TV. So he's been watching the news on his phone and our daughter's hearing all of this stuff. And so her anxiety would increase during the day. And he's like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, because you're playing this stuff that's making her worried about COVID and vaccinations and rioting and all the stuff that's going on in the world and the Taliban and she's listening to it all and she's you know feeling that fear without having the skill set or the emotional intelligence at the moment to be able to express how she's feeling it'll just come out in other ways so detox from those kinds of things and then on social media just start to only look at good things uplifting things don't get yourself involved in Debates, remove yourself from conversations where people are at each other about their decision-making, especially now given the whole talk around what's happening with vaccinations and mandating and do you know what absolutely and I found myself
1: yesterday in a conversation I've been trying to very much go look each to their own and not get sucked into the whole drama of the vaccination but I found myself yesterday you know in a conversation that that I would myself and someone else were totally disagreeing because this person was had a very particular view that it doesn't matter what you think or feel, you need to be vaccinated. And I'm like, oh, people should have choice. And I found myself down this rabbit hole. And, and it's funny, I had the voice in the back of my head going, you need to exit this conversation. Yeah, because actually boundaries it's, are really it's not going anywhere. But it was interesting observing, going, we just kind of, and it wasn't like angry, but it was just, it started to get intense. And I'm like, oh God, this is no good for the anyone. That's fear building up. Yeah, yeah. And the fear and, you know, fearing around, fear around society. Um, what our political system's doing but also you know there's fear around for some people about being around other people you know and 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 people having bred that really strong fear reaction yeah so I totally get that actually being able to catch yourself and go okay I need to detox or I need to exit myself
2: yeah from this and have very strong personal boundaries around things that other people want to project their fears onto you. And say, I'm not I I'm don't even want to enter this conversation. I'm not going to agree with you either way. Whatever is happening. I'm sorry that I don't have the emotional bandwidth to contribute to this conversation. So I'm just not gonna get involved. When people send you things like me being a spiritual coach, I have a lot of my clients who have very strong beliefs about things that I don't have the same beliefs with and so they like to send me all of these videos and propaganda i'm like uh oh, thank you but i don't want you to send me that that's my boundary don't come into my dm sending me all this stuff for i'm not interested just because you believe it doesn't mean that i believe it but i'm not here to debate you i just that's my boundary i don't want yeah to be projected, because well, that's what people do. When they feel fear, they want to start gathering the masses. You know, Misery Loves Company, that saying, it's very true. If they're fearful, they want other people to be fearful. They don't want to rally support for that. Yeah, eh? yep. and to feel like they're, they're right to feel the way that they are. Yeah. But conversely, love feels amazing. It does Happiness, feel amazing. joy, peace. And there's a Calm. lot of it in the world. If If we stop and we look for it, there's so much of it. Yeah, there's so much of it. I'm not. I'm not sure who said this, but I remember it's very true. In times of disaster, always look for who's running in to help, rather than everybody who's running away. Focus on the people that are doing the good things. Focus on the people that are helping one another, lending a hand to each other. You know, give yourself like the more fear that you're feeling. Get, how, what's going to bring me out of this? What's going to feel really good right now? I'm going to give my time, my energy, my money, something to somebody else that'll make me feel good. Just start doing tiny little things to make you feel good that are going to bring love to somebody else. And then you'll raise your frequency and then you'll start to notice because you're attracting it. Wow, there's a lot of love in the world right now. It's not all fearful. It's not all doom and gloom. Absolutely.
1: And I think... Again, it's about recognising that and having the awareness yeah. around that. That's
2: why you need to detox first so you can see that the, the feeling of, okay, I've detoxed from it. I'm not surrounded by fear a lot now. And then you, I mean, say for the news, for example, I haven't seen the news for months and months. Oh, I might just turn it on. And then you'll actually feel your body start to react. You'll feel the tension. You'll feel your adrenaline start to pump. You, You know, your heart will start to go. Some people can get a little bit... Um, sweaty, anxiety, you'll feel your body start to respond to that fear based energy. And so you'll know, yeah, I don't want that in my life anymore.
0: Yeah. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to com. One of the things that
1: I've learned on my whole life journey and, you know, and discovering soulfulness and my own beliefs around spirituality, my own spirituality is actually getting quiet and i know that in many a podcast episode on hey soul sister that i've talked about getting quiet getting still meditating but i still find that that's such a really great practice to connect with that love space exactly
2: yeah because fear your your ego feels fear yeah your soul feels love And so ego is designed to keep us in fear, to keep us safe, keep us alive. And so when you're in a more fearful frequency than you are in love-based frequencies, you'll be ruminating a lot. Yeah. There'll be a lot of chatter going on in your brain. There'll be a lot of fearful, what if this and what if that? And you'll be finding ways to relieve that, which are probably maladaptive. And by that, I mean not coping with things. So you're drinking too much, which is like very prevalent at the moment because I'm working full-time in the hospital at the moment, I'm surprised at the level of alcohol that's being consumed in the community. Mm. And it's fear and it's people trying to alleviate feeling that way. And so it just creates more problems.
1: What is it? What are some of the practices or situations or thoughts that you have that make you feel the love rather than the fear. And for me, the love, when I'm in a loving space, I can feel it in my chest. Yeah. I can feel it like in my heart space. I get this beautiful, warm glow and I feel happy and calm and at peace. But I literally feel this gorgeous sensation in my chest. And so I know for me, um, when I read certain books, like I'm, I'm reading Angels in My Hair at the moment by Lorna Byrne. And when I read that book, it, it's actually the story of ever since she was a a baby or an infant, she's been able to see angels and souls. Yeah. And reading this book, it gives me such hope for the world. Yeah. The book is essentially her memoir and stories about her encounters and messages from angels and things. And, you know, she grew up in absolute poverty in Ireland, but she talks about, I suppose, hope and joy and love and, you know, tells these beautiful stories. And when I read that, I feel great. It really gives me hope. Yeah. Um, I know being around certain people, I feel hopeful and I feel calm and and happy. And you know, I know I'm in my I'm in that loving space, sitting by the ocean, getting really quiet and calm, and just closing my eyes and listening to the sound of the waves. That puts me in a, in a really loving love space being with my hubby does too <laughs> yeah
2: yeah so yep. they're, they're the important steps detox and then find a way to be in the present so people use mindfulness people use meditation some people use coloring in just find something that helps to quieten your egoic mind down so your soul can come in And when you listen to your soul, your whole body will react. You'll sometimes feel like a wave of love, goosebumps, and you know that you're on the right track to feeling love around you. Yeah. Then do something loving for yourself, whether it be exercise, movement, singing, dancing, listening to your favorite music. Just do something that you really enjoy that makes you feel blissed out And that will help you to get into the love frequencies. Read, consume things, watch things that are funny, that are loving, that are good, heartfelt, soulful stories where people are bonding with each other or, you know, feel-good stories of humans overcoming fear or limitations and then just start having loving conversations with the people around you tell the people that around you that you love them the more you focus on this the more you'll start to feel it all the time and fear won't impact on your life as much as what it had been prior to doing these things so it's i mean it's work at first it's yeah it's work when people are used to being in fear and running a life just fueled by fear and always on that place of fight or flight response where they're fearful all the time and they're making all their decisions from that place and they're having low vibration conversations with people around them all getting themselves fearful then it's really hard to break that habit because it's habitual. You you get stuck in it and then you don't know any different. Once you become aware of it and then you start doing these things, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not mm-hmm. going to detox and then just like, oh, I don't feel fear anymore. I feel love. It's work. It's, it's looking after your spiritual health like you would your mental health and your physical health. But it gets easier and easier and it's easier to catch yourself in a fear State and then shift but you know you've got to let go of a lot of stuff too in your life to start releasing fear you have to really look at forgiveness and compassion and they're all part of love-based frequencies and forgiving yourself and forgiving people around you can help to alleviate some of that fear and having compassion for people around you even if they don't agree with you or your beliefs but having compassion with each other and not allowing fear to create division because you know, it's like we're living in two different worlds at the moment. I see one world and I see the other world and I'm, it's fear and love. Yeah. It
1: really is fear and love. It
2: is. Yeah. I, I've been saying for a while now, a couple of years, that it's a war in, for humanity between fear and love. Want
0: to save your soul? Review us on Apple Podcast.
2: So awareness
1: is key. Being able to be honest with yourself about what's going on. Whether your thoughts are imbued with love or fear, such as I'm going to go for a walk to the beach and meet that person. You can imbue that with love. Oh my God, I'm going to the beach to go meet that person and it's going to be beautiful. Or, Oh God damn, I'm going to the beach to meet with that person. <laughs> exactly. And if that's how you're feeling, why would you do it? Yeah. yeah. But also it's like catching yourself and being aware and go, hang on, I just did that. Why?
2: Why did I just do that? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Looking at your boundaries. Are you setting boundaries with yourself and other people around you? Yeah. Or are you letting people project their fear onto you? Yeah, Are you taking it on board like it's your own? Are you unable to say, I don't agree with that? Yeah, And so let's just end the conversation. Yeah.
1: Do you know what? Sharing, getting a bit deep in sharing something personal about myself. I had a family member and I was not fussed on their partner at all. And I really struggled with that. And when I was actually really honest with myself, it was actually because I was fearful of the, the, the relationship with this family member that it wouldn't be as loving or strong because this other person had come into their life, really, at the end of the day when I owned it. Yeah. And went actually that person, they're okay, they're fine. It's actually me. Yeah. It's actually me that I've put, I've attached fear to that thought about yeah. that person and actually they're okay. And it really impacts on the relationship that you have Yeah, when you start projecting your fear onto other people. Yeah. And I think that we can do that a lot is that we, for whatever reason we have a thought about a person, we mix that thought with fear. And, you know, those negative thoughts and feelings come out about that person. And actually, when you stop and catch yourself, you go, actually, they're okay. It's actually because I've got fears. I've got fears that my relationship with their partner is not going to, you know, that that's going to change or that they're going to change and grow and leave me behind or whatever. And really, it's just the fear. And if you flip that, you go, actually, I can flip that and go, actually, that's really unfounded. And if I change that to love, it's just going to elevate the
2: relationship (laughs) to I think parenting is probably one of the best ways to look at where you project your fears onto your kids. Yeah. Because it comes so naturally, like don't do that, you're going to fall over and hurt yourself. I don't want you doing this because you're going to get hurt and you're stopping the other person from being able to trust themselves or for them to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes because you as the parent, fearful that somehow they're going to hurt themselves so you stop them from moving or you stop them from expanding or ascending in their own little way learning about themselves so self-awareness as a parent is probably the best way to catch yourself in in how you project a fear onto others and then especially like middle-aged you know, our parents are getting older and we start projecting our fears onto our parents like, oh, I don't want you doing this or you can't do that or you can't look after yourself. And you you do. You just start to project your fears onto your loved ones. Yeah. So just to catch yourself, be aware of it and find a way to communicate yourself and your feelings without projecting and putting that fear onto the other person, which is really important. Given what's happening in the world right now, I honestly, this whole conversation around vaccinations, the amount of fear that I see from both sides people who are either anti vax, people who are pro vax, or the people in the middle who are pro choice there's so much fear in the conversation, yep. and there's so much you have to do what we say and you're stupid or you're a sheep or you're this that's all fear-based stuff all yeah. of it from any side of that conversation i don't want to call it a <laughs> i keep going to say debate but it's not it's a conversation okay my friend so wrapping
1: up let's just recap again and go okay what are some of the main things key things that people can do detoxing to switch from love to fear yeah detoxing
2: anything that's fearful anything that's aggressive or low-based stuff like just get rid of it detox yourself from it detox yourself from gossip i used to read all of those ridiculous magazines i won't name them but you know all those ridiculous magazines you buy at the supermarket and stuff i used to read them all the time especially because i'd buy them i'd read them i'd give them to my patients and stuff and then I said well, when I did my fear detox, I'm like, wow, these things are such trash. Yeah, none of it's true. Half of it's lies. It's all fear-based stuff. Like, oh, who's got cellulite? Who's got doesn't look good in makeup? And then that's designed to make you fear your own body or your own and question stuff. your own self-worth exactly yeah. and so that brings up a lot of fear so get rid of trash magazines get rid of the news get rid of newspapers just anything that's coming up negative activities on social media activities
1: that don't make you feel good
2: yeah i'm gonna say this and i don't as
1: much as anyone <laughs> <laughs> reducing the alcohol i've been doing a 28 day challenge and seriously i have found it much easier to stay positive and loving given that I'm, you know, I've significantly reduced the amount of alcohol that I'm drinking.
2: Yeah. So detox yourself from behaviors that, you know, put you in that crappy energy. Yeah. Then find a way to center yourself and be present in the moment. Yeah. Whether it's mindfulness, meditation, coloring in, walking out in nature, getting yourself outdoors, getting some much needed sun and then making sure that you're focusing – because on social media, if you deliberately start to look for um, people's accounts where you know they're positive all the time, it'll affect the algorithm and then you'll start yeah. getting more. Yeah. Like look at puppies and kitten videos and stuff like that, anything that's going to put you up into those higher frequencies and make, make you feel good. Yeah, and then do something that you love. So for me it's singing. I love singing. I'll sing every day if I can. It makes me feel good. So whether it's dancing, running, whatever it is that makes you feel good, do it.
1: Yeah. And I would say as well, I know not everybody believes in this, but it certainly has been a a life game changer for me. And when I get quiet and meditate is that I consciously connect with source, universe, God, angels, whatever that is. I know people call that universal love energy by different names. But I know for me that that has been a real life changer. And when I do that consistently, I feel amazing. And it's so much easier to come from a love heart space when you feel amazing. And so I get quiet, close my eyes, do some deep breathing and start imagining a light coming down and yeah. em- enveloping my body. And I start focusing on my heart space and imagine that there's flowers coming out of my heart and that they're spreading out into the world. And I feel amazing. And I imagine, and again, it's visualization, visualize a, a light coming down from the universe, God, source, whatever that is. And I feel so peaceful, so calm. And since I've been doing that and I started doing that, I'll, I think when I had the breast cancer 12 years ago, and I drew it on and off, I'm going to say this. I go through periods I don't do it. <laughs> but when I it's do it's noticeable when you don't though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but when I do it consistently, I feel amazing. That's so much easier to have loving thoughts, kind thoughts yeah. and ha- and to to share that generosity, kindness and compassion with others.
2: Yeah. Keep a gratitude journal too. And like if you're practicing gratitude every single day, that will definitely keep you in higher love frequencies. You can't find fear and gratitude. Even if it's something really crappy that's happened, if you can find the gratitude in the lessons that it's come from whatever it is that happened then it removes the fear from it you're not fearful about it happening again you're oh okay i can see why that happened and then you actually replace the fear with love i'm really grateful and i love that that happened because this is how i've grown this is how i've expanded this is how my life's improved there is so many different little things that you can be doing all of the time that end up accumulating to you just, oh, I, I'm seeing the love around the world. Like people don't expect these conversations to come from someone like me because I'm surrounded by fear constantly in psych units. Hospital at the moment is an extremely fearful place to be in because of COVID. But I just make sure that I'm having conversations with my colleagues about the love stuff and that you're laughing at work and people like oh what are you laughing about just like anything just find something to laugh (laughs) about and as long as not at someone yeah just find something to laugh at tell funny jokes with each other talk about what you've been watching that's funny and you know share funny stories that are things that have happened in your life and that will raise the frequency laughter it really is the best medicine
1: yeah amen to that my friend Yeah. Okay, Beck. so how can people connect with you or learn more
2: about you? You can find me on my website, which is rebeccagibson.com.au. You can find me on Insta and Facebook, Rebecca Gibson, Psychic Medium. And I'm having a little detox from the (laughs) clubhouse. I was going to say clubhouse, but I'm having a little detox because of the amount of fear-based conversations that are happening right now. I'm like, I don't want to contribute. Yeah. I don't want to listen yeah. I just want to focus on love right now and make sure that I'm putting my love out into the world and making a difference with my frequency, my energy, my conversation Amen And you know what, sisters, if you're listening to this conversation still
1: that's something that we can all do It's easy yeah. to do
2: We can contribute yeah. more
1: to love and Which will contribute more to the world Exactly Yeah Thanks so
0: much. Thanks for listening, Soul Sisters. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.